This is riveting. Find more at riveting.fm. I'm Morgan, and I'm a publicist. I'm Linda, and I'm a writer-editor. And this is... Drink! Drink! Drunk! It's like a reflective... I, I'm too drunk to talk about it now, but it's like reflexive. <laughs> and this is another thing that gets on my nerves, and it's super specific. Oh my god. Like putting that lubrication on, like, listen, we're about to go from text to a link. A grammar show with, with a, a drinking drink. problem. Hey, everybody! What up? Thanks Yo. for listening to Drink, Drank, Drunk. This is a grammar show with a drinking problem. Just said that. You did just say that. <laughs> like four months ago, but we don't, it we, lives on. We don't hear it when we record. We're, drink, oh. we're drinking. We're all having some burrs, and we're going to talk about words and language and communication. But before we get to that, Linda, did you know that there's big news in the whale world? No. God, why haven't I gotten a, an alert? Well, it's not good news. Oh. So everybody, Linda loves killer whales. and Get with the program. Killer whales are... This program specifically. <laughs> killer whales are bullies. What? No, not mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're this carnivals. This story has <laughs> been whatever. covered a lot recently. This headline says, Killer whales are bullies and humpbacks are bouncers. And the humpbacks are trying to protect other species, not just their own, from the killer whale attacks. And there's a couple things that have happened recently where people have seen that the that in this one case there were no less than 16 humpback whales working in shifts to defend a humpback calf from a pod of 10 killer whales, which is just it kind of like makes my stomach hurt when I think about six about that many whales in one spot because it makes me feel like. Very insignificant and small. and I just can't believe that there were that many killer whales and humpback whales in one spot, and I've never seen one before. Yeah, that's unfortunate. And that happened again. with They were protecting seals. So Why would they protect seals? Um, I don't know I why. That they also ate seals. Um, so Wait, do humpbacks? Yeah, humpbacks eat. I don't think so. Aren't they like huge and don't eat meat or something weird? Or they just eat like, um, oh, like krill or whatever. Yeah. That, okay, fine. You know, weird. Right. Cause they have those like toothbrush teeth. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> so I, I get all my humpback knowledge from Pinocchio, the cartoon. <laughs> and I, I think I remember the toothbrush teeth. There's also a chance that some humpbacks may be reacting to previous trauma. Uh, but basically, what they're saying is the humpback whales are, this is a quote, definitely bothered by what's going on. <laughs> and this could be a remnant of interspecies conflict that occurred with greater frequency back in the day before people started killing all the whales. Mm. And now that everybody's trying to save the whales, we're they're seeing- killing each other. <laughs> Now that we're not doing our human diligence of killing the whales, yeah, we see that somebody's got to kill yeah. the damn whales. Um, so there's more of them. Slowly, the numbers are growing, and we're starting to see this conflict. This makes me want to throw your computer across the room <laughs> as you're reading it. I'm so angry. You're a bully lover. Whatever. I also love humpbacks. I love all whales, but 
you know, the killer, the killer has a nice spot in my heart. Hey, honey, you ready, honey? You Don't do, call me honey. Want to do the next thing, sweetie baby? Sure. <laughs> I thought you were talking to me for a second. <laughs> you definitely weren't. <laughs> oh, no way, honey. Brian, Brian just started getting all misty-eyed because he yeah. thought you were being romantic. Shut up, shithead. <laughs> <laughs> That's more like it. <laughs> Whoa, I just realized this piece was written by Elizabeth Olsen. Do you think it's Mary Kay and Ashley's sister, Elizabeth Olsen? Oh, my Olsen? gosh. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely covers law for the New York Times. Mm. So this is from the New York Times. Goodbye to honeys in court by vote of American Bar Association. So... The American Bar Association Association, Association. recently, gosh, I got to slow down on the beers, said (laughs) that it is professional misconduct to discriminate against or harass opposing counsel or anyone else for that matter, matter in the course of practicing law, which basically breaks down to their... This came about because there were too many honeys, darlings, and other sexist remarks and gestures that were being used against other lawyers Mm -hmm. when they were in court, which is just so fucked up and rude and obviously a power trip thing to be like, oh, honey, did you really mean to say that? Oh, sweetie, did you have the evidence? Like, Yeah. What? Oh, it's the lawyers who are saying it. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, so the lawyers, that's a good point. the American Bar Association is saying to lawyers, you can't talk like this anymore. And yeah. it had already been uh, a rule in a lot of states and the District of Columbia and places all over the country, but it wasn't an overarching thing that the Bar Association was saying would be considered professional misconduct. So now they made it a flat out rule. You cannot use demeaning or misogynistic terms and actions to undermine opposing counsel. Without consequence. The penalties will be determined, you know, I guess by the by your state bar association. Yeah. Case by case, you could get fined, you could be suspended, depending on how bad it is, or I guess how many times you get in trouble for it. Right. I, you know, I mean, there's, <laughs> I mean, women out there know, it's, it's demeaning when you call someone oh honey, gosh. sweetheart, whatever. And I'll say something this, I'll say something to people sometimes, like, especially if it's like more of a cat call type of situation it's just yeah. like i'm a grown-up calm but down could you imagine being a lawyer and being in court and trying to do your job and somebody that calls you honey or sweetie or baby like yeah that's well insane. what i was gonna say was i was in the so i'm against it but then i'm like in like the north philly home depot or whatever and they're like I mean, I was in there for, I swear, 15 minutes a couple weeks ago, and I heard every type of hun, honey, sweetheart, hey, sweetie, whatever, by all these different people. (laughs) But, like, I was so desperate to get some things for our house or whatever that I was like, yes. Like, I'll do whatever you say. Like, please just tell me how to fix this stupid ass door or whatever. And I was like, these people don't get it. I was just called baby this weekend at Acme, but I was living for it. It was I went to check out my groceries and I get in line and the woman who's working my checkout thing is singing so loudly and so passionately to Man That's in the awesome. Mirror. Like the part where he's like, get down, get down. She was doing that. Like she was just having a full 
MJ moment. And I said, as I was unpacking my stuff on to the little conveyor belt, I was like, oh, I see that I picked the right line. And she was so nice to me. She was like, oh, hey, baby, how you doing, baby? What's this baby? Is a cilantro baby? Baby, 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 baby. I loved it the whole time. I was yeah. like giggling and I was like, oh, I'll be your baby. <laughs> yeah. There's a woman in the cafeteria at my work that always says, hey, baby, what do you got today? She's a woman, and I'm just like, mm. and she's also yeah. younger than me, so it's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird. So th- that's different, obviously. <laughs> yeah, you know, being in a court of law trying when to it's purposeful fight for yeah. somebody else's, you know, rights or whatever you might be doing there, and people are using it to undermine you. I mean, lawyers are smart; they know what they're doing. It's not an accident, right? That right. they're calling you darling, sweetie, honey. Oh, yeah, bear. it's not a term of endearment. Yeah. When they're like, honey, weren't you just too drunk? What were you wearing? (laughs) So the critics, there was obviously critics who said that such a broad rule would impair free speech while representing clients and impinge on the freedom of speech to reject potential clients. But no lawyer signed up to speak against the revised rule. Like when it came down to the time to be like, all right, the American Bar Association is meeting who's going to defend saying honey sweetie baby and everybody was like oh no not me <laughs> so yeah. it uh passed cool and thanks hon you're welcome sweetie girl morgan remember um a couple episodes ago when we talked no. about uh, i was wasted <laughs> wow when you re-listened to it remember when those two girls on the podcast were talking about how audiobooks, whether or not that's considered oh, reading. Oh my God, those girls are just so sweet and so clever. I bet they're beautiful. <laughs> I bet they are too. I do remember that. Okay, so... And the ta- really smart one said that listening to books is just like reading books. <laughs> just kidding. Everybody knows you're the smart one. Oh, I'm God. I don't, even th- I, don't think I, over here. I don't think I disagreed about the audiobook, but... No, you didn't. Uh, I was just fired up about it. I know. Well, because you know what I was passionate. You know what I was thinking about? Mm. I was thinking about Southern Charm on Bravo. <laughs> As always. And Catherine Dennis, who's a really unhinged, crazy, uh, possibly coke fiend young mother of two. Um, at the reunion, they made fun of her because she said she listened to books on tape. And I just couldn't stand for that. Oh. There's so much to make fun of her for. Don't. Yeah. Come on. She's trying. She's trying. She dropped out of college because she was pregnant by a 50-year-old when she was 21. A 50-year-old? Mm-hmm. Yikes. Okay. Tough stuff. So, well, I saw this article um, on New York Magazine's website. As far as your brain is concerned, audiobooks are not cheating. Doy. So, um, this woman starts out... As is required, or Melissa Dahl starts out as as is required of all women in their thirties. I am in a book club, <laughs> which made me be like, "Oh, we're not special." <laughs> but we've been in a book club for a really long time. Back when we were in our maybe early twenties or it's, mid, it's, it's been around a long time. Okay, so anyway, she talks about how she's in this book club, and they went around and talked about reading their book. And one of the members said that she listened to it on. Tape. I mean, not, not really on tape, but you know. And that you can make fun of somebody for. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was like aghast. Like they could not believe it that she 
that she did that. So she, of course, either never did it again or never admitted it again. Aww, she's the poor Catherine of the group. Yeah. So Melissa goes on to say, this question, whether or not listening to an audiobook is cheating, is one University of Virginia psychologist, uh, Daniel Willingham, gets fairly often, especially since he published his book on the science of reading. Hmm. Um, so he argued, and he's sick of this question because everyone asked him, oh, does it count? Does it count? So finally he wrote this article. <sighs> I'm so annoyed right now. This blog post. He said, if you take the question from the perspective of cognitive, Cognitive psychology, that is, the mental processes involved, there is no real difference between listening to a book and reading it. Duh. So it's not, it's not cheating. Um, so if you think about, she says later, um, the assertion that listening is cheating, you're really saying it suggests that the listener got some reward without putting in the work. But, yeah. But that's not it true. It takes the same amount of time. Yeah, the way that you read, like, your brain has to process. Also, when you listen, your brain has to process. That's like saying listening to the radio isn't reading the news. Yeah. Like, you get the news. It's the same stuff. You're, you're absorbing it. Or, like, one way is reading and one way is listening. And wouldn't you say, like, going to college and hearing your professor talk is more educational than reading the lecture? Like, pe- like right. it goes the other way, too. Yeah, so she cites studies, or he cited studies, um, you know, about listening comprehension and reading comprehension. And they basically, listeners and readers, retain about equal understanding of the passages they've consumed. So, um, next thing you know, they're going to say that movies aren't the same as the books. Linda, do you remember the your best friend forever that you're trying to single white female, Emmy from BuzzFeed? Of course. Hi, Emmy. You used to be a fan. <laughs> she just went into Got a restraining protection. order. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, because of the BuzzFeed style guide Twitter, they took a, a screen grab of an email that Emmy recently sent to her, her copy crew over at BuzzFeed. Yeah. Including some big style guide changes. Okay. I think you're going to be pretty interested in these. I'm so nervous. They are eliminating periods in U.S., U.K., U.N., L.A., and D.C. Oh, my God. So. So. uh, It's going to be us, uck, un, (laughs) (laughs) But capital yelling. So here's the thing. I actually, my personal style guide, which I always reference. Um, Wait, do you have that? They're like bound. No. Yeah, we're going to put those for sale on the website soon. Yeah. Um, I do use periods in U.S. Okay. What about U.K.? Not in U.K. No. And I what know about that- L.A.? No way. No. But D.C., yes. D.C., I would personally, but my old work... I didn't because they okay. did the Washington comma DC note. And I I feel like that might be AP. I kind of forget. Mm, okay. Or we did it based on the um the marketing the tourism marketing organization down there. Maybe they do it a certain mm, way. Mm-hmm. But I forget why. But US to me, even though I agree that maybe all of those should be this treated the same. Yes. When that's a word. It's us. And so to versus me. Versus them. Us versus them. 
as always. Since 76, yo. <laughs> 1776. We got, um, we got we it. it yeah. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. You know what, though? When I see L.A. like in this list, if I were reading a story with L.A. in it, I would know what it meant. But when I just see it in this lineup, I'm like, Louisiana? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. No, that's a good point. Um, but I think especially now that we all capitalize random words in our sentence, in our language, us or U.S., would look, seem like us. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. You know, make us great again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You uh you never know. But okay. Well, I like mm-hmm. to hear style changes. Speaking of okay. Okay. This came up on when they were on the show. Right. They do capital O capital K, right? Yeah, big O big K, which I said I liked and I was in the minority on that one. Right. And it's being cut. And there is no clear-cut replacement. The use of okay is up to the writer's discretion based on what kind of okay they're trying to project. So it would be lowercase o, lowercase k, or O-K-A-Y. Mm-hmm. Or big O, big K, if it's like, okay! Oh, really? Yeah. So what do you think the three of those mean? Like, if you were to say, like, what would make you say, oh, well, this is obviously okay a y like what would those differences be dude i don't know which is why i obviously i don't get the nuances when i was like oh big o big okay is fine and they were like no it's not because to them it was like this is fine okay like yeah, yeah. that to them is that's very how i would use that aggressive. one that's the only one i know that is i don't know when you do little okay and okay a y i wouldn't know that yeah i don't know the difference between them i think I I would I don't use OKAY in my personal style guide. You know oh. what? Frankly, I don't use any of them and I say okel dokel jokels. <laughs> I have a listener question from okay. me. Oh, from you. Yeah. Okay. You listen to this shit. This is an in studio listener question. Um, I don't know if, if it, I guess for your opinion or a style opinion when you're just saying about capitalizing words. Sometimes I will capitalize words when italics is not available. Mm. Is that annoying or acceptable? I, I recently did it, and I don't think I do it often. I want to say well, are you in, in a text? text. And I feel like there's some other application well, I was in where I couldn't do you it. You know what people like to do? You put the asterisk on either side. If you say, like, I'm really uh, excited for this, yeah. you do. Now, I, the, my second question related to what we were talking about is uh, as I'm thinking about style guides and okay and yelling thinking back to millennials and as i was texting linda earlier and putting periods I'm like should i put a period is she gonna be mad at me because i said <laughs> we're getting pizza um period do they will the millennials read like if they're reading blogs and publications yeah is the style have to go towards them which then makes me think you said just now put the asterisks but i i like tend to write to senior citizens, I, I guess. <laughs> like, it work. So they wouldn't get that. Like, they no. barely probably get the bolt, the right, uh, capitalizing. Right. Um, a lot in there to mull over. There is a lot in there to mull over. I guess I mean, you got to you... adjust your audience, like we always say. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And BuzzFeed is writing to millennials. That's kind of what I was thinking. Okay! <laughs> <laughs> yes, period. <laughs> Snapchat. I don't know. <laughs> Do you want to take a quiz, Coco? Yeah, sure. We're going to find out. killed that spelling bee. 
You did. We're going to find out how much of a grammar snob Coco is. Okay, ready? Right, yeah, give it to me. How does... Oh, this is also courtesy of BuzzFeed. We're on their jock tonight. Uh, how does this sentence make you feel? Okay. Where's uh, your car at? Hmm. Do you feel empty inside? Do you think it's redundant? Do you think it's fine? Or is it something you would say yourself? Can you read this back? Where's your car at? I'm th- you made me think. I actually don't I feel I empty it. inside. <laughs> no, not Linda. All right. What's the next it's one? It's redundant. It's actually fine. I, I would say this myself. I, it's redundant. I think my answer was I would say this myself. <gasps> oh, my God. I always say, uh, you know, I sort of say as a joke, but also it's just become part of my language now that I say, where are you at? Like, just to be yeah. kind of funny, but that's actually what I say I'm now. I'm confused. I thought this was my quiz. Okay. Sorry. Why is she Why is she talking? So this is the kind... <laughs> it's not giving me the answers right when I... So we'll have to... Okay. Okay. There's no, there's no right answer. I don't think I there's say... There's no right answer? Where's, how do you get the to the know at? how much of a snob you are at the end? You just get to know how much of a snob you are. Okay. But there's no, like, right answer. Is it like, to okay. if you're a snob, you just know it? <laughs> yeah. Well, they'll tell you. Okay. What's okay. the next one? Um, describe your feelings on this sentence in one word. Okay. Whom are you bringing to the party? Are your feelings grammatical, pleasant, unremarkable, or stuffy? Whom are you bringing to the party? Ask me that. Stuffy. Stuffy, yeah. It's very stuffy. I agree. Thank you. Under what circumstances would you correct someone's grammar? All the time I can't help myself. If I know the person well, probably never. I don't want to embarrass anyone. I don't usually notice bad grammar. If I know the person well, probably. I have way too... I'm bad at quizzes. I have way too many questions about <laughs> the origin of the question. We can Next just, time you get a BuzzFeed-style quiz, you should just email Emmy all of your questions about the quiz. And then she'll stop like, writing them. in person that I'm doing this? Or is this... I would... I, if I knew you, I would uh, What would you... And th- then I would immediately promote this podcast. So, <laughs> Which sentiment, sentiment best represents your feelings about this sentence? Everyone brought their own food to the picnic. God, it's wrong. I would reword the sentence. I don't see a problem here. I like it a lot. See, I, I can't do this because I'm not a grammar. Snob, I like it a lot. Everyone was, should bring their own food. All to I thought the about picnic. was the food, and I didn't yeah. listen to any of the things you said. I was like, yeah, I could totally eat some food right now. What were, yeah. they, what were the answers? Wait, everyone's bringing food. Everyone that sounds great. Brought their own food. You like it. You can say I like it. That gives That's me anxiety because, like, packing up food. And bringing it to a picnic, like, do you have all the right utensils? Like, what was the question again? Because I'm still just harping on, harping on, like, yeah, there's uh, food how somewhere. Does, which sentiment <laughs> represents your feelings about this sentence? Everyone brought their own food to the picnic. It's wrong. I would reword this. I don't see a problem here. I like it a lot. Uh, okay, I don't see a problem because I'm just like, what are they bringing? Yeah. Is it good? <laughs> I'm bringing fried there? chicken. You make good fried chicken. Thank you. Um, I'm cool. I'm cool with all that grammatically. Okay, there's one more, then we get to find out your answer. Okay. Which of these words make you makes you feel the most scared for humanity? Okay. Froyo, dad bod, moist, donut, D-O-N-U-T, literally, irregardless, never mind, it's, with an apostrophe at the end. I will say this is difficult, auditoritarily. I agree. Um. I remember what I picked. Scared for humanity. Was it it's with the thing at the end? No. I just really like the way you read all those. Thank you. And you went, moist. <laughs> but for me, it actually is the it's at the end. Okay. Mine was donut. 
That makes you scary, Minnie. Okay, ready? Do not. Like, do not. Are you ready for your answer? That's that's right. Coco. Okay, what do we got? Wow. You have a healthy respect for grammar. That's what I got. All right, I'll take that. You have a sensible approach when it comes to language. You have an eagle eye for improper grammar and punctuation, but you don't sweat the small stuff. Keep it up. That does sound like me. And you know what, Linda? It sounds like you, too. Thanks. What did you get, Morgan? I didn't take this fucking quiz Uh because it's for nerds. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, we have a Twitter. We have a Facebook. We have an email. Figure it out. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Peace. <laughs> Little Linda. I was just about to say, are you making fun of me? Morgan just took off her headphones as if she was getting out. Oh, that's because you like really want to go see Big Brother right now. This has been a riveting production.